Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. LaFanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 23. Welcome back to session 23. DJ, run that back. Welcome back to session 23. (laughs) (laughs) If y'all are not confused by now, we are letting you all know that we are talking about living in the past. (laughs) (laughs) So when you listen to this session, you will be very confused in the beginning. (laughs) Yes, we apologize to our parents who are probably like, what is wrong with this recording? Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, we like to play games too. Yes, we do. So basically, we wanted to talk about living in the past. Thinking about the past and living in the past are two different things. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking about the past and you're just kind of reminiscing like, oh, I'm going to say it for myself. Oh, I remember when I was a major. I used to love being a major. That's different from me like, oh, man. I wish I could go back to high school and be a majorette and I just, and I'm not, you know, I just get stuck there. Mm -hmm, Like I don't mm -hmm. allow myself to progress in my present life because I'm stuck in my past. Absolutely. You kind of see that, and this is not necessarily a bad thing, but you see that with people who played sports or like you were saying, Mm -hmm. um, dance, Dr. Jones and I both dance, anybody that's an athlete, Mm -hmm. singers, like different things like that. And they can't move forward and live the quality of life that they should be living. You know, I don't typically say should, but we're going to say should in this moment Mm -hmm. um, so that they can be great. Mm -hmm. The thing is, the past, a lot of people find that the past is easier to live in because it's familiar. That's why a lot of us like watching uh, reruns. That is a tongue twister. Reruns. (laughs) DJ, run it back. (laughs) Because I, I promise you, I love watching Different World. I love mm-hmm. watching Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I love watching The Cosby Show. Because we know those episodes. We know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're familiar with it. And so it's easier for us to live in the past because it's familiar. We mm-hmm. It won't be any new hurt or any new um, situations to come up from the past because you already know. Yeah. It's the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about nostalgia. Because <laughs> one thing that I love to do is look at old pictures. Mm-hmm. Now, for our younger audience, <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, there was no such thing as digital pictures, mm-hmm. so you had to take your picture somewhere and get them developed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it may or be develop them yourself if mm-hmm. you could do that. You know, so potentially it could be weeks before you know what was on those camera rolls and what your uh, facial expression looked like uh-huh. and how your hair looked. Or if that picture even came out. That's true. Because I sure got a bunch that's black. <laughs> yes. And red <laughs> eyes. Red eyes or somebody's finger was over the little window screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love to sit and look at old pictures and I can just, you know, you like you were talking about, Dr. Jones, just reminiscing back on 
old times and fun times and, you know, looking at outfits and just kind of how things have changed over the years. But there is a difference in doing that, like you say, in a moment mm-hmm. and versus sitting and feeling bad and comparing your current life to that previous life or, um, you know, believing that what you're doing now is not good enough. Yeah, mm, I was just getting ready to say that if you find yourself in that position and you believe like nothing in your present and your future is going to be better than what you experienced in the past, that's when you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of times when people look to the past and this is just one example that they have this tendency to only see the good things. And it's like that wasn't mm Mm-hmm. Me trying to be a cougarette again, <laughs> cougarette. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I'm not trying to go back there. I love the memories. I love the dance routines. I love you know my girls and my squad and all that. But who trying to be up at five o'clock in the morning running a cougar mile? Who up trying to do all this stuff and kicking your hat brim and all the stuff that we had to do. (laughs) Like you got to remember the full picture. Now on the other side of that, some other people will also only remember the bad things about Mm -hmm. their past. That's Mm -hmm. what I was just thinking about. You know, the people that get stuck in, especially people that have trauma, Mm -hmm. you know, when you experience a trauma, it can, that's part of PTSD, you know, is that recollection reliving, um, experience and it gets hard to move forward from that moment in time. Mm-hmm. You know, trauma is one of those things that kind of gets burned and, you know, fused in a certain part of your brain and it just stays there. Mm-hmm. So for both, like what Dr. Wild was saying about people uh, reminiscing about the good times, but also people reminiscing about the bad times, you can get stuck in both and neither one of them are healthy. The thing is, for both sides you still have to look at that part of your life and move on now granted I know I understand on the negative side it's a little bit more difficult to do that because there are um, negative feelings attached to it that is not that's not easy to resolve Mm -hmm. but it's still one of the steps is to you know be able to move past that point of being stuck in in that hurt and that pain yeah I think sometimes what happens with people when they get kind of stuck with that rear view mirror living is like there's the issue is unresolved. Mm-hmm. So if I experience just, for example, a trauma um, and the person that hurt me or the situation that hurt me, I don't have any way of dealing with it because like, let's say that person died or that person mm-hmm. moved away or we don't have a relationship with one another anymore. So my ability to be able to really move through and move past that situation is, is hindered because I don't have access to the people that I can resolve that with. But question, mm-hmm. do y'all think that even if they do have access to the situation, a person or whatever, and they're able to confront the situation, I mean, cause that doesn't take away the feelings. No. So no, then at that the point, how do you move on? If you're able, even if you're able to confront it, I think a lot of people miss a very important step in the process, and that is to process. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. one thing to have the the feelings. It's another thing to be thinking about it. But you got to be like, okay, what actually happened? What did I attach to that? How can I solve the feeling? How can I solve the thought? How can I make it be rational and be healthy? And a lot of people just get stuck on loop. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how many people know this, but you can like replay some over and over and over again mm-hmm. <laughs> musically. But you can also do that in your mind and with yeah. your emotions and with your body. And mm-hmm. so if you don't, you know, press play and move forward and look forward, you're going to continue that cycle. And mm-hmm. then you just you keep perpetuating the same thing. And you don't allow yourself to evolve on either side, positive or negative. That part. (laughs) Yeah. You don't allow yourself to evolve. And so what happens is those self images that you have, which a self image is, is just a picture that you are movie, I guess that you kind of continue to play Mm -hmm. in your mind. Like Dr. Wall was just saying over and over again, and it keeps you from being able to see past that point. Hence you not being able to evolve. And that's on the negative and positive side. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, cause on the positive side, it's that person that can't, you know, their glory days, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Dr. Wall was saying, you know, the athlete that peaked in high school and didn't kind of go beyond that. So everything is, you know, I was all American, you know, quarterback in 1975. And it's like, sir, it's 2020. It's 2020 for the fifth year. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, and the thing is, there's nothing wrong with you being the All-American or, or getting the trophies and accolades. The problem is, what else are you doing? Mm-hmm. That is not the only thing that you're good at. That's not the only thing that you've been blessed with. And if you keep deducing your life to this one four-year stint mm-hmm. of your life, like, mm-hmm. come on now. You live to be 100 and you only think four years was great. Something wrong with that. Right. If you get stuck in the past, it makes you unhappy and it's unhelpful. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, like, how does it affect the relationships around you? You know, kind of have an idea of what we've been talking about on what type of effects it has on you as an individual. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of get stuck living in the past, you know, what does it do to your friendships, your romantic relationships, your family relationships? What kind of effect does it have on those you're out of touch mm-hmm. you know you're, you're living in a whole a totally different decade mm-hmm. so if you continue to do that it's going to be difficult for you to connect with those around you if i'm say i'm stuck <laughs> in high kick life <laughs> and i'm over here supposed to be a therapist and doing all other kind of stuff i'm gonna be done decided I got to quit being a therapist. I don't know who told me that with all this student loan debt. (laughs) And now I got to go be a rocket. No, that's not what we about to do. Like Mm -hmm. you you have to be able to realize that you do miss it because there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that you miss something. Mm -hmm. But you got to also be like, okay, well, is that something that I can work on? Is that something that I can still do? Like I have a, a fitness company. Like that still allows me to be able to dance. However, Dancing is not the only thing that I do in my life anymore. And so if I only did that, I probably would only want dancer friends. I probably would be like, hey, did y'all see the new Sierra move? Or did you did y'all see the new Meg the Stallion video where she was getting it with Jaquel <laughs> Knight? Not like I can clearly I can be a whole dancer and geek out to that. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only thing. Right. Yeah, I do think that people, when people get stuck in those types of glory days, you definitely have to look at all all your gifts and all your talents. And you have to um, mold to them as you age. Even when I moved here to Texas uh, in 2007, I had in my mind that I was going to audition for the Mavs. 
but who was working on that doctorate degree and didn't have time? Me. <laughs> so Girl. I didn't have time to get in the dance shape that I needed to be in in order to be able to audition. Mm-hmm. And child, I I wish I would think I'm getting ready to go and audition <laughs> for somebody right now. First, a maverick or a cowboy, because right, that's not no joke. No, oh, it's no. not a joke, and mm-hmm. I don't have time to do that. Mm-mm. You know, being that I have been captains of my teams mm-hmm. before, I know the dedication that it takes to be on a dance team, and I wouldn't want to audition and make it and take a spot from somebody who could really be in their 20s and be able to do it <laughs> right i'm a whole not in my 20s <laughs> got a whole con- and i can just <laughs> y'all i can really just picture dr strickland's face right now if i say and i made it for the dance team she, who, when you going to practice though i'm like wait <laughs> what we didn't talk about it right. like when is this gonna happen right <laughs> Like, you must be practicing on Sundays only. <laughs> and sometimes, ma'am, I need those Sundays, too. Because okay. <laughs> we still friends, and I need to be able to hang out with you. All right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, that wouldn't even make sense. Like, Dr. Wild was saying, I just have to find other areas and ways to get my dance in. Like, I, when I do my cardio in the morning, I do dance. Or mm-hmm. I call myself retiring from, like, liturgical, but... I mean, I guess I, I know but the people keep telling me you can't call yourself out of retirement. God had to tell you you tired. So I guess I ain't retired until God tell me, but I haven't danced in a while. Mm. <laughs> I think people forget that they need to grieve what mm-hmm. was and that grieving is going to help you be able to process that. Okay. That's my past, but that doesn't mean that elements of that can't still be in the current in the present. And, like you need to you need to make peace like stop tripping like it's okay mm-hmm. like whether you got to resolve something traumatic and horrible or if you got to resolve something that was beautiful like let it go this also pops up when you think about past romantic relationships because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. y'all already know mm-hmm. <sighs> everybody's got one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't be repeating your relationships it is a re- a reason why you didn't work out mm-hmm. don't go back oh yeah <laughs> i done heard several times what personal life and in clients that parents have divorced mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then gotten remarried and then divorced again yeah and it's like well <laughs> It didn't work the first time. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it didn't work the first time. I mean, not to say that it couldn't work, but you got to do the work. Right. It takes a lot. And I can say it depends on the reason, Mm -hmm. you know, and I would even say if even if it was an addiction there and the person is now sober, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it could work because the person is sober. Now, you still have to be leery because addiction is in place and they can always relapse yeah so you know you still have to be cautious about it but i mean i think it depends on the reason but i definitely agree most of the time gone back to your where you went right because <laughs> it's a lot of work it becomes yes. an uphill type of relationship where you know you're constantly having to because the thing is you're trying to right some wrongs at that point Mm-hmm. forgiveness mm-hmm. and the thing is they not the person they were when you was first with them they a totally different person like you need to 
take the opportunity to get to know who this person, this man, this woman, this individual is. And if you're not able to do that, why are you wasting that person's time? What always kills me is that people divorce or separate and then take the person back and they haven't made changes. You should have just stayed with the person then. Not a one. True. What was the point? They needed a break. You should have <laughs> took the break and let the changes happen. I hate the idea of a break. I know. What What is a break? A separation. Because I'm like, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you didn't turn your emotions off. You just wanted a pass to go do what you wanted to do. And yeah. if you be honest, that means you just need to be in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Or divorce. I know that this too. is so off topic of what we're talking about. But I wonder how many relationships should be open relationships and they're not a bunch that you know how much happier people would be if they were in an open relationship a bunch or better you need to be better equipped to know what type of person you are mm-hmm. yes. it may not necessarily be that all the relationship or a lot of the relationships that are together should be open but there is an individual in many relationships that should have been in an open relationship yes yeah. i definitely agree with that those are the conversations that people need to have i don't know why people are not having those types of conversations and being honest with yourself as an individual, because if you're not a committed monogamous one person, all of that means one (laughs) (laughs) relationship person, then either one be honest with the person that is wanting to be committed to you or don't be in a committed relationship Mm -hmm. and be okay with that person. Not wanting to stay with you because that's what they want. Right. right. Don't be lying to me because your feelings going to get hurt and at the end of the day. Because marriage is not, or well, marriage and or commitment is not for everybody. Just like mm-hmm. college is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Marriage is not for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in situations like that, trying to kind of try to tie it back together. <laughs> um, but if you do get into a relationship and that person probably would have been better off in an open relationship and then they end up leaving you or whatnot you know really like dr wall and dr jones have both been saying resolving those issues before you carry that into the next relationship because that Mm -hmm. is part of that is also part of living in the past Mm -hmm. if you are carrying baggage along with you into each like if you're a serial monogamist um which just basically means you have a bunch of long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, if you carry one, you know, bag one into relationship two and then bags one and two into relationship three, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're, you're definitely, you're living in the past mm-hmm. because now you're holding people to, we've talked about this before in terms about expectations and communicating that with people. So now you're holding people to the expectations that you had from relationship one. Yeah in relationship three or four. The thing is a lot of people fear moving forward Mm -hmm. because the thing is, if I don't have relationship one and two to define me anymore in three and four, then who am I? Mm. You should have known who you were before you got into the relationship. That's the fact of that. Mm -hmm. But even on, even on the other, I guess more positive side, you know, if I move past this idea of not being able to be a dancer anymore, then who am I? Mm Mm-hmm. You're a former dancer. Right. But then what, what's going what to else? Right. You and, need to be. Yeah. You got to give yourself freedom to explore. Um, ex- exploration is not just for five year olds. Mm. Like <laughs> you need to explore at every stage of your life. Mm-hmm. You are a different person at every 
part of your life. Like, I wish I would be the same person I was at seven, <laughs> 17, right. 27, and now I'm 37. No, I'm I'm a variety. Shoot. Last year, I was a different person. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to be a different person now. And you got to take time to get to know yourself, love on yourself. And I think if people did that more often, they wouldn't get into some of the situations that they're in with other people or business opportunities, anything, because you would just be more aware of what you're okay with, what you need, whatever. Yeah. And I always like to tell my clients too, that we are, typically and i think we said this on in another session we typically evolve every about four and a half to five years Mm -hmm. and what i've gotten into the habit of doing with my friends and myself is ask on their birthdays asking them okay what did you learn last year about yourself that you need to either apply this year whether it's the good the bad and the ugly what is it that you need to apply Mm -hmm. change fix do different, whatever it is, because what, what we tend to do as people is we just live year after year after Mm -hmm. year, making the, repeating the same mistakes, doing the same things over and over again, and just not making, not paying attention to the fact that, Oh, I've actually grown. Mm -hmm. That should not be a surprise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or this thing I've been doing for years and years and years is not helping me. When something happened, whether it's the good, the bad or the ugly, learn from it. Mm Mm-hmm apply it to your life yeah. so one you won't make that mistake again or if it's a mistake you can learn from the mistake mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people will definitely say well it's hard to make changes i don't care if it's hard or easy the point is you need to make it yeah. right if you get caught up and you waste your mental energy and emotional energy or whatever on the fact that it's hard what are you gonna have left over to actually complete it yeah. the thing is a lot of things in life is hard that's that's just life and if you're running away from difficulties, you're sabotaging your future and your present. And a lot mm-hmm. of people do self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, a topic. I was like, but <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my mouth fast enough. <laughs> I'm like, that's a whole word in itself is self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that fear of what you were talking about a little bit earlier, we will unintentionally self-sabotage ourselves because of that fear of, you know, I don't know what the future is going to hold. I know what the past holds. Mm-hmm. I know how to operate in, in that system, but I don't know what the future holds. So then I will do these, um, you know, I will sabotage my life in these really unfortunate ways. That's something I talk about with my uh, families is um, homeostasis, mm-hmm. you know, which basically means keep it the same. Like that's a very watered down version of that, but you know, that when you start to make change, when you recognize some of the patterns and you recognize how you've been thinking and you're ready to do differently, sometimes the people in your life will will sabotage you mm-hmm. or you will sabotage yourself because the work is too hard. Mm-hmm. The sabotage from other people comes because they don't want to do the work to change along with you, that they, they know the past version of you. So I know how to operate with that. I know how to deal with you when you pop off or I know how to deal with it when you start crying or you know insert whatever the behavior is leave them <laughs> leave them <laughs> everybody can't go on your journey yes with you that is true absolutely so then they tr- start trying to do these little things to keep it the same and they're trying to hold you hostage yeah it may be stuff like you've been acting different lately you acting brand new because i am <laughs> exactly exactly Dr. bright like a diamond <laughs> okay like 
so you got to be aware even of even if you're not living in the re- in the past you have to watch out for other people living in the past trying to pull mm-hmm. you back there mm-hmm. with them yeah that's true that is true and so one well, wait a minute i think dr <laughs> Cole has something to say. i ain't gonna say it but i'm just like you be living your best life and then mm-hmm. they just snatch you back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all i'm gonna say Okay. okay. <laughs> I think we struck a chord. Uh-huh. I felt that I, in it my lo- spirit. Yeah. It was sizzling. Because <laughs> it's so true, though. It is. It is. So how do you know if you are living in the past? I found, like, five questions that, like, uh, what is it, HuffPost mm-hmm. listed on there. And one of them was, is there one particular period from the past that you find yourself clinging on to? Mm-hmm. I don't. Is that a genuine question for us, or is that just kind of like that's rhetorical? just one of the, that's just one of the okay. questions that it could be rhetorical, or gotcha. if y'all want to answer it, you can. I ain't holding on to nothing. <laughs> I won't say that I'm holding on to something, but there is a point in my life that I do occasionally throw back to, mm-hmm. but I don't believe it's something that is affecting me on like a day to day basis. What would make you say that you're holding on to it then? Um, mm. <laughs> in an effort not to reveal too much of my personal business. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's an individual in my life that has, I don't even know. I feel like saying in my life is even wrong, but there's an individual from my past that continues to insert themselves, reach out and touch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Reach out and touch me. Mm-hmm. Um, because they still have access to me. Mm-hmm. So whenever this happens, it throws me back. Like we were just saying, it throws me back to that time, that time frame. It's a trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's a trigger. So then for a little while, I'm kind of in that headspace for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, gotcha. maybe a couple of days at the most, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. And then I come back out of it. That's why I say, I don't think it's anything that ongoing has an effect on my day to day. But when those moments pop up, it is a, a throwback and kind of like you start reminiscing and I don't mean miss reminiscing like in a positive sense, just reminiscing like by the basic definition of that mm-hmm. um, on like, dang, like this thing happened or I can't believe that this happened. How did this happen? Mm-hmm. Or wow, look how different things are from here. And you just kind of get stuck in a moment in time for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's normal. Uh-huh. Because I, I was getting ready to say, I think for me, I don't think I hold on to a specific time in my past, but I do tend to look back at my past and be like, man, I made some stupid choices. Oh, yeah, I wish no, I, I could go back to those. change those. But then I, as I've gotten older and I think about it, I'm like, no, I don't want to go back and change anything because that's what made me who I am now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't think I'm a bad person now. You know, but you're horrible. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> oh, you're fired. No, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I look back and I'm like, you know, those things, those mistakes that I made, those stupid choices that I made, they they are the things and choices that made me who I am now. And I believe I have a pretty successful life. 
now in mm-hmm. all areas, not just, you know, my career, but my personal life, my career, my spiritual life, you know, all areas. And if I, I'm assuming that if I had not gone through those things, now some things I probably brought on to myself and I didn't, it didn't need to happen, but you know, I'll just say for the most part, I would mm-hmm. say those were learning uh, lessons for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think it's okay to have memories. It's okay to visit them occasionally. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to be so focused on not living in the past that now you only live in the future because that's going to create a whole set of problems too. Mm-hmm. And you don't resolve nothing, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's healthy to to be able to pull those things up and examine them now years later and, you know, have good understanding. But of course, if you're getting stuck in it, then that's where the problem comes. Right. Yeah. I think you want a healthy dose of all three. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's kind of like, uh, what was that Christmas Carol where they had Christmas past and present and future? Oh, something nope. like that. It's, it's a lot it's of movies. Yeah. Something, is that it? Yeah. Christmas it's Christmas. Carol? Oh, it's been a lot of them, though. Mm-hmm. But that, but the original kind of version oh, I think of that. God, I don't know. I anyway, remember. I know it's Scrooge is in it. Yes, yes. Scrooge. But so, I don't know the name of the movie. So I'm thinking kind of like that. You need a healthy dose of all of those. Mm. The visualization that I usually give my clients is like driving. So you need a little bit of all three. You need to look through your front windshield, which would be the, uh, you know, the future. The future. Mm-hmm. You need to look at your rear view sometimes, which would be your past. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to look out your side windows, which would be your present. Mm-hmm. So you need to do all of mm-hmm. those in order to drive effectively. So if you are driving your life, you need to do all three of those things mm-hmm. to be effective in how you're living. Mm-hmm. I agree. The movie that um I am thinking of that kind of does that is uh I think it's National Security with The Rock and uh Kevin Hart. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that one, but I know what you're talking about though. Is it? Yeah, because The Rock was. I mean, although he had like become successful, he was still bullied, and he still like when he got matched when he up got with was naked. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know if yeah. it was called National Security. I think that's what it was called. Was that one Central Intelligence? Central Intelligence. Yeah, yes. I was like, that ain't. I, it. I think he worked at the at something with the security. Central yeah. Intelligence. <laughs> yeah. So he. So that that kind of reminds me of like being stuck in the past when he got with Kevin Hart, but he was still able to move forward. And both of them were actually. You think Kevin Hart was? Yeah, because remember he would never deal with none of the stuff that because he, he was really big and popular and all yeah. that kind of yeah Mm-mm, he wasn't trying to deal with none of that oh. yeah he tried mm-hmm. to do that backwards flip <laughs> <laughs> i was like sir you should have kept that one in the past mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. them legs ain't working the same like they mm-mm, used to mm-mm. no That's so funny so the next are you living in the past question do you feel that you will never you will never reach that level of happiness status satisfaction acceptance again well this kind of goes back to what we were just saying a little while ago about the glory days Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that person that felt or even if they don't consciously believe it but they felt like they reached their peak or other people noticed that they reached their peak at a certain age or a certain accomplishment you know and they just kind of get stuck and so then i would say for those individuals that have that idea would be no Mm. they don't think that they'll ever reach that you know movie wise what makes me think of um glory days also is um lieutenant dan 
Now he did from Forrest Gump. Now he did experience something super traumatic. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead mm-hmm. and get that part out the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know how he was while he was in Vietnam mm-hmm. versus his PTSD and all of that. When he got out, it took a long time for him to break through and, you know, get on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant Diane. <laughs> <laughs> so he probably would have said no at the beginning. Yeah. But then through all his self work, eventually he, you know, was able to say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just got to realize that that's just one thing, you know, and I think everybody goes through that and don't get it twisted. Like I totally was had a moment <laughs> after I graduated and I was like, well, what am I gonna, how am I going to dance? What am I going to do? Um, even though I always knew that I was not going to dance in college. However, I still had, like I was saying, I still had to grieve who I was as Michelle, the dancer or the, the first lieutenant or, or all this other kind of stuff. Like you have to be willing to shift, um, your identities like you make them up make a new one now don't be out here being fake i'm not saying that i'm not (laughs) saying being fake and not being whoever you are but you gotta be able to grow Mm -hmm. allow yourself to grow Mm -hmm. yeah and i I do agree with you with the grieving part because i I did dance in college um but by the time i got to my senior year although i did dance my senior years I, i danced all four of my college years but i knew my senior year that that was it mm-hmm. or at least dancing on a uh, hip-hop team sort of sort of a pom-pom girl or something like that majorette whatever because I, w- I knew i was getting ready to go to grad school so i'm mm-hmm. like i'm not going to a university that has a dance team so it's like oh man like this is this it and you ain't got time for that no not in grad school you don't mm-hmm. i'm trying to get done and not be dealing with them <laughs> this money that i'm trying not to spend mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> January 25th. I'm going to email somebody. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) President elect. Mm -hmm. Somebody please come save the three of us from this (laughs) this loan debt. Because y'all don't even want to know. Between the three of us. Oh, we could be millionaires. So we need y'all to get us on and popping. (laughs) Okay. We need y'all. Interns, y'all hear that? Interns? Uh, Yeah. We need some syndication in these streets. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We got some for real student loans. Mm -hmm. Okay. We digress. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you frustrated with where you currently are in life? Now that's the question you mm-hmm. need to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause then you can have some growth and figure out what direction you need to go. Yeah. I think a lot of people are not intentional about where they are going. Mm-mm. And I think a lot of people get in this loop, like you were saying earlier, Dr. Wall of, not knowing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But, and the thing is like, okay, I may not, my hobby when I was growing up was dancing and I know I'm not dancing, but there's, I knew there was still something else for me to do. Mm-hmm. So you have to, if you're not playing, I'll just use football or basketball or baseball or what softball. If you're not doing those things, that was not the only thing. I don't care if you can learn, if you learned how to paint pencils, if that's your gift, <laughs> <laughs> then paint pencils i mean you see what i'm saying like it, you may not think it's great like i guess if you were like the captain of any of those teams or even just a starter for any of those teams but it's still 
every job on the planet is needed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need every job that's on the planet because it, it was created because there was a use for it. So something we, my thing is, it may be something else that we need that's not on the planet yet that you can create, but because you think it's not valuable enough, you won't do it. Mm -hmm. And that could be from stuff that you heard as a kid. Mm -hmm. You know, you ain't going to ever be there. You just like blah, 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 you know, and those messages have gotten into you and you've kind of, you know, gotten it stuck in your mind that you're not worthy. You're inadequate. You're, um, it could be anything. You're yeah. dumb, you're stupid, you're lazy, you're insert all of those descriptors, you know, and also that is also part of living in the past, you know, mm-hmm. that negative self-talk, mm-hmm. the, keeping those messages on that tape recorder or on that loop internally that prevent you from recognizing if you are satisfied with where your life is at. And if y'all don't know what a tape recorder is, oh, it's Jesus. similar. I just so aged myself. <laughs> if you had a, a boomerang but audio only there you go dang <laughs> i wow, did just I, age myself I, I you know what i'm i didn't even think about people not knowing what the tape recorder <laughs> oh my god okay yeah i forgot yes it is like a boomerang oh okay <laughs> all right yeah let's move on yeah <laughs> are you fearful of the future Hmm. i mean i'm not but i can see how if you were living in the past how you would be because mm-hmm. of again that unknown part yeah you know mm-hmm. the there's no such in reality here comes my quantum <laughs> physics mechanics stuff you know from a human consciousness standpoint there literally is no such thing as the present or the past i mean as the past or the future mm-hmm. there is only the present mm-hmm. right now yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you know whatever we said while you know, 10 minutes ago or 15 minutes ago, it still exists because we're recording it. But if we were not recording this information, these words would be in the ether. Mm -hmm, They would mm -hmm. no longer exist. And it would just be a bunch of memories that we've stored in our brain that somehow we have to reinterpret to make sure that we're even thinking of it in a correct way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we get caught up in, again, a healthy dose of all even though these things don't actually exist, the past doesn't actually exist and the future doesn't actually exist, but you have to think of it consciously in keeping everybody in their respective category. And you know, this belongs here for a little bit. I'm here. And then this stuff in the future that, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. planning for and will be belongs here for a little bit, but the fear of, the future can't be based on the fear of the past either. No. And so here are some questions for you may be fearful of the future. You find yourself feeling very anxious about what may happen in the next few months and or years. Mm -hmm. You avoid making long-term plans. You currently feel frustrated or stuck in life and have no plan for how to move ahead. And you honestly and truly believe that your best days are behind you. Yeah. Well, that's on that on that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that people have to make sure that, you know, these are 
it's never easy to step out on, I'm going to say faith to start, um, make the big leap. Yeah. To, to start making decisions about, you know, starting a career, starting a business, starting a new job, uh, doing something different than what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, that's never a, a easy decision, but is it a necessary decision? And that's what you have to ask yourself mm-hmm. because if it's necessary, then it's necessary for you to take the steps. And some people can't take the steps because you haven't even done the research to know what you even need to do. Mm-hmm. Cause, yep. cause some, a lot of people get fearful if, because they think they have to um, go to go back to school. Mm-hmm. All careers don't require you to go back to school. Yeah. I've heard several clients and people that I know say that, well, I, I know I can't do that. I can't, mm-mm, I can't go back to school. Like why? Right. Who told you you could, who told you that college was for 18 to 22 year olds? Mm-hmm. It probably shouldn't be for them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. In reality. I'm sitting up here thinking about that for real. I am too. Cause I'm like thinking about the decisions I would have made had I went to college at 25 Mm. versus going to college at 18 Mm -hmm. you know how different would my career track be how different would my study habits be you know my dedication now obviously you know between the three of us we got to the highest level in our field Mm. but you know and that did take a lot of dedication and a lot of um perseverance and tears Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and headaches Mm -hmm. and lack of relationships that too (laughs) we miss out on a lot yeah (laughs) when you say yes to something you gotta say no to something else that is true that is so true that is true i remember i used to i used to tell people when they asked that that ridiculous question why you not married yet it's by choice not force Mm -hmm. because i chose my career route and that's and and i'm not saying that i'm better than anybody because i chose my career first Mm -hmm. everybody has their own journey you know and 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 the goal is not to just be married. The goal is to be married in a healthy relationship. I could have been married mm-hmm. and I'd have been divorced because there is a difference. Yeah. Because the thing is my focus was on my career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that means that I would not have probably given enough time, quality time to a husband. Yeah. yeah. Or I would have jeopardized my career in some type of way and it would have been longer. Right. I remember, um, I was at ACU and there was this professor. Her name was Dr. Sonia Barkis. And she said, ladies, and she's a black woman with long dreads. And, you know, that's something you want to see in your undergrad program when you are a person of color because you, you've never seen this before. You, you going after it, but you've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. And she was like, ladies, there may come a time where you have to choose between your romantic relationships and your career because we don't always get to do both as women. And that mm-hmm. stuck with me my entire <laughs> career. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I try to make relationships work, but there takes a special type of man mm-hmm. who is willing to be supportive of you the same way he wants you to be supportive of him. And there, I personally did not run into very many of those. Gotcha. Yeah. I. Mm-hmm. It was like, there was years, years that I stayed single, which honestly, I will definitely be honest with my, with our interns. I'm glad. Because the is peace of mind and the man that I have now is wonderful. He sure is. He is. <laughs> I love him. 
He's Tell so him sweet. I want a smoothie whenever we open back up. <laughs> <Fully>. <laughs> and that's the thing. I think all of the experiences that I had, it, whether it was in relationships, with school, with friends, I think all of those things prepared me and matured me mm-hmm. enough to be with a man of his caliber because he is a mature, wise man. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't be half-stepping if you want greatness. Exactly. Look. Two half people don't make a whole person. Exactly. Uh, you got to both be a hundred and a hundred. Mm-hmm. Were there any other questions on there? No, that oh, was it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, what I do have a question for y'all. Sure. What do you feel helped y'all either personal life, professional life, whatever, get over past situations or not get stuck in the past? Hmm. So I kind of already told you about the dancing part. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say relationships. I would have to say. I So like I told you, I didn't jump from relationship to relationship. I gave myself years, not just months, a year. I gave myself years mm-hmm. to be out of a relationship to mm-hmm. heal. Same. So that I wouldn't take that past Mm-hmm. into current mm-hmm. or present okay um i had a really good friend in college well she and i are still friends now but um i had a really good friend in college that helped me um discover myself mm, yeah. and helped me learn more just by watching her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she you held know? space for you she did um, and this is someone that I will forever be grateful to, mm-hmm. um, because any level of confidence that I have now, while it's not a hundred percent attributable, attributable to her, there is a large chunk of it that is, mm-hmm. um, because this woman, you know, taught me about femininity. This woman taught me about, you know, learning to require more of the people around you. Mm -hmm. You know, she taught me about being confident and being okay with myself Mm -hmm. and not settling for less. Mm -hmm. So, you know, had I not had her in my life at the time that I did, uh, I don't know how my, one of the relationships that I had before I got married, I don't know what type of person I would have turned into. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could definitely see myself being one of those individuals that got stuck, just kind of floating mm-hmm. in the matrix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Dr. Wall? Um, I will have to say, I would have to attribute a lot of my s- success in that to my mama. Mm-hmm. Like, she allowed me to be me. She allowed me to be heartbroken and not okay. She allowed me to go back to some individuals I didn't need to be going back to. And she was like, I got your back. If we need to load up, I got your back. (laughs) (laughs) Like my mom throughout the course of all bad and good situations has been my rock. And ironically, that is her, you know, the definition of her names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her mm-hmm. name is uh, Tara Rochelle Wall. Yes, I just put your whole name on blast, Mom. <laughs> and it means hard, jagged, crag, rock. 
and then last name is Wall, so you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. So rock, 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 <laughs> rock, rock of the rock. Yes. <laughs> you don't so, live up to that exactly. So she really has been that person for me, and essentially, I got to grow up with my mom because my mom is a younger mother when she uh, had me, but it also gave me inspiration to get over things. Like she just, she's been so many different things for me to where if I'm looking at her, I'm like, Oh, I need to get it together. Mm. Never as in comparison, but okay, I need to get it together. She's overcome some things. I know that there is something else on the other side of what I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and don't go back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think with the combination of all of uh-huh. what we all experienced, I think those are all needed. Mm-hmm. You know, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking there's two, it's almost like I, I feel like I have two phases of life mm-hmm. <laughs> or let me not say life, like two phases of adulthood, mm. you know, um, just kind of tagging and piggybacking on your original question. Like, my you know after college early to mid late 20s version Mm -hmm. and then my 30s version you know I feel and believe that those are two different women Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways and like I feel like my friend from my early 20s and mid 20s that you know she held a, a big spot but then I feel like as I got into my thirties and transitioned over to some other desires and becoming more career focused and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, where I am now, I do feel like, you know, that Dr. Jones really kind of helped mold that other half of my Y'all my growth get your eyeballs together i'm not gonna do this i was about you. to sweat <laughs> <laughs> you know i do well because you are a huge integral part of my life you know mm. that we've talked about this before we're yeah. essentially married that's true i mean <laughs> yes we know literally and i hate i'm not even using this like facetiously <laughs> like we know everything about each other literally. so i would say the second half of my maturity in my womanhood mm-hmm. um that there's some, uh, you know, attribution there. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think that there's been, as far as friends are concerned, I can talk about my mama all day long. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not even bringing my parents into this. She know, she know what it is. Wanda. That's a whole three, four hour uh, session. You know what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as, you know, people that have changed the course of my life, Mm -hmm. um, my friend Shannon, and uh dr jones those are two women that have like i can definitively say have changed the direction Mm -hmm. my life was going yeah Mm -hmm. and you need your tribe you you need it yeah yeah and you need i definitely agree with both what both of you are saying because you need people in your life that would challenge you you Mm -hmm. you, yes you need your cheerleaders but you need people who would and i and not to say this about her because she's now said something about me come on with it now dr strickland (laughs) I, and I've told y'all before that this woman challenges me <laughs> <laughs> and not in a bad way. I'm not saying that in a bad way, but no, she really has uh, forced me to step up my, my intellect, my, uh, the way I carry myself in my profession, in my business. Like, I mean, she's, she's honestly challenged me, challenged me in a way that I didn't even know I could be challenged. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because I thought I I thought I was smart. You know what I'm saying? Iron <laughs> sharpens iron. Yes. It's important that you got iron around you yes. and not wood. Because wood, you will tear up if you are a piece of iron or it will dull your blade. So you need iron around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unfortunately, some of us don't have that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I always... Uh, fuss at her because she always feel she always say well i wish i could dance i had a talent like you like you and dr wall and i I'm, do and i and but the thing is i tell her she all can the sing, time she can dance doctor i don't can you sing yeah they see they <laughs> both can sing and they can dance and i'm just over here like well i play the saxophone too and she play an instrument see i'm just like out here God, but she can dance i don't know why she be was acting handing like out she talent can. but see what i tell her all the time is just because she can't she don't think because she, she can't dance but just because she don't think she can dance and sing and things like that mm. when i say dr strickland's comprehension like you can give her a flash card and just flash it for two seconds and she got it she's a genius she really is she really is so, so that's silly. what i'm saying she it like that's why i tell you she forces it forces me to make sure i'm on top of my game yeah. because if it, i'm telling y'all i was doing something in it <laughs> I was doing something in the office for uh, Balance Speaking, our company, uh, when she walked into my office. And I said, oh, God, she get ready to come in here and figure it out in two seconds. <laughs> but I and I, I kind of brushed over what I was doing. So because I'll be trying to figure it out myself before she come, because I know it not that and not that she does it. She doesn't do it in a mean way or a, be, a, a belittling way or anything like that, because she does. She she teaches me and she'll te- she'll say, oh, you just got to click, click, click. I've been looking for this for 30 minutes and you done came in here in two seconds and got it. The thing is, the interns know she's smart. This is the person yes. that like quantum physics and I love all that. All kind of stuff that we be looking like, what are you talking about? That's my husband. I sit and watch the universe. We know. Look, right, we, we know. know. Exactly. But that's what, <laughs> but see, that's what I mean by she, like I, I, she has made me broaden my, like what I read, what I look at, what I know about so that I can make sure I have a conversation with her. Cause otherwise she going to be bored with me if I don't do nothing. And that's what that's you so should have in the people around you. Like mm-hmm. everybody in your tribe should be pushing you in some type of way and mm-hmm. you should be pushing them in some type of way. Exactly. We say this all the time, mutually beneficial or reciprocal relationships. Like if you don't have that, you're going to have some problems. You're not going to get where you're trying to go or you're going to stay stuck where you at. Right. And now I feel like I'm about to head into a third phase. Me too. I feel like, Mm -hmm. like now I feel like now you are a part of my third phase. I was just getting ready to say that about Dr. Ball. Thank you. Yes. yes. Dr. Ball is now. now. I'm hitting (laughs) into. We're hitting into the forties. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm already there. I was a little scared to say it, but no, I'm about to own that. Yes, now that I'm it. hitting into my 40s and now we're that we're in a different career, like I feel Trap. like now the third trajectory of my life is about to happen. Mm-hmm. And now between both of these, you know, brilliant women that we are mm-hmm. between the three of us, you know, I do believe that we can do great things. So yep, I'm set it out. Yes, yep. I'm so yep. excited yep. for <laughs> interns. Please hear me when I say. I am so excited for this next phase of where we are going Mm -hmm. because like you said, uh, Dr. Wall, iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's really what I feel between the three of us that we really are that for one another. Mm -hmm. I agree. 
And so please trust and believe in terms. Dr. Wall challenges us too. (laughs) (laughs) We're not leaving her out. We, Dr. Strickland and I have just known each other longer. Mm -hmm. And now, and Dr. Strickland knew Dr. Wall. And now Mm -hmm. I know Dr. Wall. So now is we, we're now combining and all of us are sharpening Mm -hmm. each other. Yes. Cause sometimes you be saying some stuff and I'd be like, See, you almost could have me cussing on here. Right. I'd be like, dang, <laughs> she got that. I'd be like, how she, that I was know. real poetic. I know. Like, and, cause that's the thing. I, th- I was just getting ready <laughs> to say like, Dr. Wall is the poet, so poet of us. Eloquent. Like, yeah. How she, she put them words together. So like oh, lyrically oh, Lord. <laughs> sometimes like, like when you had your used to do the Monday meditations and stuff, I'd be mm-hmm. like, how she come up with something like that? That's so Girl, somebody yeah. asked me the other day to start them back up. I said, my brain ain't quite over chemo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, dang, she she really can put them words together. I'll give her that, man. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. It's amazing. And that and that challenges us in another way. It does. You know, so that's that's good. I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad all of us bring something different to the table because yeah, all of these differences will create this combination of greatness. Yes. Yeah. So y'all be on the lookout for real, for real. We got a lot of stuff in in store yeah. coming up with the the podcast with merch yeah um with the arrows workshop it's mm-hmm. coming back y'all so we got we got some stuff coming up dj yeah. run it back <laughs> yes <laughs> so excited all right so as is customary i'm gonna be reading a quote and the author is unknown but the quote goes the past should be left in the past otherwise it can destroy your future Live life for what tomorrow has to offer, not for what yesterday has taken away. Must be his volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember... We are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.